Welcome to the Unknown Godcast, a podcast that seeks to know God and the gospel of our salvation deeper by examining his word and his world. I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. I'm Missy. Hi, everybody. Um, We're glad you're with us. So glad you're with us. A little bit of a different show today. As we were, it was interesting because as we were talking, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about today, it got heated and I wish I had the recorder on because I'm not going to lie to you. Some chairs were thrown. No. (laughs) Some glass is broken. No. (laughs) But me and Jeff don't always agree. We don't always agree. I don't always agree with people. Especially me sometimes. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I think you might be right sometimes, but... Anyway. <laughs> sometimes. Very, very few times. I mean, the only right. time I was ever wrong was when I thought I was wrong. Just that one time that you one thought time. you were wrong. Other than that, I've been right every other time. <laughs> Just kidding. How can you argue that? Um, but today, we wanted to talk about... A whole range of topics. We How actually people think we were fighting. We weren't really fighting. We were just having a it was discussion. I was okay. a joke. I think I think they understand. We, it was a joke. We actually we did fight today. We did. But we fight won't today. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's all good now. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk a little bit about um, virtue signaling. So we started talking about that, and then we 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 veered way off. But but virtue signaling, and specifically when it comes to. You know, what we see everywhere now, that kind of hashtag, stay home. Um, which... Hey, did we say what day it was? I'm sorry. We're not going to read... We did. It's Saturday. We don't know when we're putting this out. Sorry we about that. We have no Carry idea when we're putting this <laughs> <laughs> No clue. So, whenever, whatever day it is, we're glad you're listening. Well, but today that we're recording it, just in case the world ends tomorrow it's and somebody idea. finds this uh, this recording out in space, they'll know what day it was. It's April 18th, Saturday, and we're in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. So for those who find this <laughs> out in space somewhere, it might happen. you'll know when this is recorded. Okay. All right. So. Timestamp. Um, yeah, like the, the hashtag stay home thing. Uh, is being used in a bit of a way that I think is virtue signaling because um, we'd all like to stay home, I think. We'd mm-hmm. all like to um, stay home, make sure none of this spreads. Like, mm-hmm. that's that would be ideal. A lot of us can't. Yeah. You know? Um, a and lot it of is, us... it's interesting, too, because there's, there's, a, there's a, I think, with virtual signa- signaling, which we should probably get into that, too, but there's a there's this... Uh, feeling of shame mm-hmm. like if anyway you know sometimes you got to use common sense right you got to use common mm. sense and if you're using common sense then then there there should not be any shame in there however right. some people don't use common sense and and there is a very um clear line divided i was talking to my dad and my brother about this we did a zoom call because mm-hmm. 
not just because of social distancing, but also because one's in South Carolina, the other's Hi, in Connecticut. Yeah. Hi, Dan. Um, Hi, so Wendy. we were talking about that, and it, it, it's funny because the nature of my job is I'm a service technician, so I'm in a lot of places every day. And I was telling them you can kind of you can kind of see where people stand on this whole pandemic based on what their political views are or by what news they're watching. So if they're if they're watching most of the mainstream media, um, it's panic. Um, if anyone goes outside, they're going to die. Like this is, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's complete and utter fear. Um, and for like the Fox news and the kind of heavy, right. You know, it's a lot of, well, this thing, it really isn't that bad. It's not that bad. You know what I mean? And, and people aren't taking it seriously. Those are the calls that you have to go change a battery. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, but, but it's funny cause you can really see, um, the, the clear dividing line and worldviews, but also the kind of the group think that goes on yeah. between um, the, kind of the right and the left divide that we find yeah. ourselves in today. I like that. Use that term group think because that's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huge. Huge. <laughs> I know, but it is like people people aren't thinking for themselves. And if they do want to think for themselves, then they um, if they do want to think for themselves, they, they don't voice their opinion because they because of virtue signaling mm-hmm. because what virtue signaling does is it um, expresses disgust or favor for certain things that people do to gain approval to, to gain mm-hmm. social approval right and so um, that's that's the deal with group think is that even if you know that it's wrong mm-hmm. you're not going to say anything because you know that you're going to be shamed. Right. And, you know, you don't want to be the outcast. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And as and as we were going through this and as we were trying to try and understand it, really, another thing that brought up the whole virtue signaling thing is because we were looking at um, you said a friend of yours had posted um, in Facebook an Um, article. Yeah. So so I I'm off Facebook because I can't handle it anymore. I mean, I'm just going to be <laughs> off of it for a while because it just is like anyway, so it's for your my, own sanity. So so one of my friends they had posted this um this article about the uh the Greensville, Mississippi church who uh the churchgoers were fined for attending a parking lot service in cars with the windows closed and they were listening to the sermon on the radio and and these people were charged like $500 fine so the my friend had posted this and um his caption was more or less paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly um he had said oh so you know you can you can roam freely in walmart and you can go to a drive-through liquor store but we can't sit safely in our in in the cars and worship our god right and so somebody the the thread got really heated i'm like a troll when it comes to you know watching people's comments but the thread got really heated and, and you know some of his friends kicked in and said well rules are rules and and so it got really heated and i was discouraged that he took it down because i was like following all the comments <laughs> <laughs> and then i decided i got better things to do um but the whole point of all that is that those are arbitrary laws like that's that's sort of like an arbitrary law like based on you know a a, a like a, a personal whim rather than a reason or system of the right, constitution. Right, it's based out of fear, fear and panic. Right. And so j- just to give it a little bit of context there, so it was a church, and maybe you guys have heard of this, but it was a church in, uh, uh, Greens- was it Greensville, Mississippi? Green- Greensville, Mississippi, yeah. And um, they wanted to have a drive-in service. Now, of course, we have a time, and by the way, let, let me just 
say this on the offset before we get accused of, um, you know, making less of this than it actually is. Uh, if you can stay home, stay home. Like we, we totally believe that, you know what I mean? We totally right. agree with that sentiment. Um, but the, the reason we kind of touched on the virtue signaling part is, is because people are using that as a club against these people who are trying to go to church. Right. Right. In, in the context is they're doing it safely. Right. Yeah. So I, and I don't think it helps that there was that Tampa um, pastor, that nut job who, who actually had an in-service in, you know. Yes. Yeah. And he was putting people at harm. However, it's, he still was in his constitutional right. I have to say that, but I think he was still a whack job. Yeah. We we don't agree with this theology at all. And um, by all accounts, looking into that story, they did take every precaution they could reasonably do. I shouldn't have said he was a whack job on air. Sorry about that. That's okay. No, he's, um, you know, he's, he's someone whose theology we would definitely not agree with. Um, so I don't think that helps the fact that of this other story of church gathering, because, you know, people hear that maybe and they don't look at all the pieces. Right. Or look at all. Yeah. Look at all the circumstances. So um, the context of this church is, and as you all know, if you listen to this and you go to church, um, it's very different nowadays. And um, most churches are are heeding the warnings. And, and that's great. We should obey our, our authorities, our civil magistrates. Um in so much as they, they're, they're not asking us to do anything that God disobeys, right, or that, that God commands against, then we should, we should obey what they're saying. And I think churches are doing a good job of trying to move things online, trying to create ways for people now, to meet during this. let me just say this real quick, okay, because I, I can't speak for Mississippi, but I did read the executed order from the governor because mm-hmm. I'm a dork like that. <laughs> but but um, religious gatherings are. They are essential right they are considered essential because it is in the first amendment right and 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 by greater context of that story because i think what you're talking about is, is the governor actually told the mayor of, of mississippi right that no you you can't you right. shouldn't do this because you, we can't just forget the constitution exists right, right? you can't you can't so go around just tell people they they cannot yeah. worship and actually find them for doing that right they're saying it's safer to stay home here in florida i'm speaking about here in florida it's safer, safer to stay to home, stay home yeah. but but um anyway not a stay-at-home order it, but safer to stay home yeah yeah so um so this church in mississippi was uh you know a lot of churches are trying to come up with creative ways to meet and th- and that that's a great way to meet like that's a very you know drive in church and we're seeing other churches do it, and it's brilliant because you can still have people come. Yeah, I thought you, it was a great They can still idea. gather. Right. They're they're, they're um, totally obeying all the social distancing requirements and all and the things that we're supposed to do. And they can wave at each other in the car. Right. Yeah. Actually, see each other, see a smiling face. You know. I um, thought it was a great idea. It is a great idea. Um, so, when we see something like that, and and then you get people who say, "Oh, well, you know, you just you don't you don't care about you know human lives." You know, you just don't care. You're out there. You, you could you could possibly spread this thing and you just well, you just don't and I, care. I think that's where people people hear the main stories of the the uh, the, the crazy pastor in Tampa when he had everybody, you know, at this on start of this. Mm-hmm. And then they take, you know, another story where it's actually they lump different. it all. And they, they just lump it all together and they just think, right. oh, Christian's bad. Right. Right. Or like, that, you know, we're yeah, we shouldn't be we should be listening to to the authorities and not gathering at all. I do think that social media um, blurs the lines 
they mm. they blur the lines you know like media in general bl- blurs the lines yeah. um uh, of the constitution and the constitution is clear yeah I don't, that's that's the other thing we were talking about is i don't think there's there's really no constitutional power to shut down a church i mean outside of the church doing something just grossly illegal you know what i mean like there's there's really nothing that I, there's a point of that separation of church and state um those are two spheres that god commands mm-hmm. the the government uh, the civil magistrates and the church and yeah i believe and i believe the bible says that the church should not govern the state nor should the state govern the church mm-hmm. which is why i think america is so unique in that and and that's why i think yeah. it's it was birthed from this kind of biblical was, worldview right the you first amendment I mean? forbids congress from restricting um an individual religious practice and and it guarantees freedom of expression by prohibiting congress from restricting the press or individual free speech mm. i mean that's that's what the first amendment is right and and this church um was exercising its its right you know it's 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 american right to right. to worship and not only that but they were they were doing it in a way that was obeying what all right. the, the the officials and governments are saying except for that one mayor right. who decided he and, didn't want people meeting for worship and the reason this this um topic got brought up is because that happened on facebook <laughs> and the guy my friend was trying to make the point like okay mm-hmm. you guys can roam around freely in walmart and you can go to a drive-thru for your liquor but we can't sit safely in our cars and worship God. And, worship God, and, yeah. and so that's the whole, that's the whole irony of it, of, of the whole thing. And then mm-hmm. people were like, well, rules are rules. But no, that's not a rule. That's not a rule. That may have been what the mayor said, but that goes against the Constitution. Right. The mayor actually didn't have the authority to even do that. Right. Right. So. So Jeff and I, so where Jeff and I got in a little heated debate is because he was like, <laughs> you know, when do you give up your civil rights? Like, you know, when do you or, or what when, you when do we when do we biblically have the right to to for civil disobedience? Right. To disobey the governing authorities, not not in a in a peaceful way. Right. Mm, yeah. So. So we were kind of getting in disagreement. Well, only because you were using that as an example. And and I was saying that that's not really a true example because the mayor was was not adhering to the Constitution. He's not adhering to the governing authorities above him. He he was out of line. So. um, Right. But regardless of what he was doing, he was he was a governing authority mm -hmm. telling the church that they cannot worship. So he is he is the immediate governing authority there, right in Greensville. I understand that. So, so my what I was saying is, regardless of of, of what the Constitution says, he can or cannot do biblically. Because this is what I want to do. But when, when 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 we come to a situation like we have now, how do we think about these things biblically? Well, okay. So, and that's where me 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 and Jeff got into it a little heated because, okay, biblically, I do think. I do think that um, I think there's a parallel between the concepts of the U.S. Constitution and the Bible um, and the, the preamble, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, right? Establish mm-hmm. justice and ensure domestic tranquility and all that stuff. I do believe that there's a biblical 
a biblical, and I know that John MacArthur disagrees with me, <laughs> but I don't care. I think there's a biblical standpoint for um, fighting for our rights to worship God and for other rights, you know. Um, yes, this is where the disagreement came from. This is where the disagreement <laughs> came from because Jeff is saying I'm pretty talking, much. I'm, I'm talking about peaceful civil disobedience. Okay, and I don't even think that it would be, it's not even civil disobedience for those people to continue to meet because the mayor is out of line. Right, but what they're doing there is directly defying the immediate governing authority, right? Yeah. But they're doing it peacefully. They're, what are they doing? They're meeting together to worship God. Right, so I... They're not, that's civil disobedience. That's that's the picture of civil disobedience. So then the third, the our conversation went further into um, the logical conclusion of that is is if you know if if the mayor let's say let's let's say that you know the U.S. Constitution was changed and they took away our right to mm-hmm. do that. I say we fight. <laughs> and Missy's like, let's grab the muskets and let's go. <laughs> and Jeff is like, no, we got to be peaceful. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where the disagreement came in. I'm like, no, look at uh, what did they say? It was um, uh, Luke 14, verse 32 through, through thir- 31 through 32. And the king, you know, what king goes out to encounter war and doesn't consider terms of peace? So he's thinking, okay, let's have peace. But if not, it's all at war. <laughs> but and again, I, I might have taken that out. Of you might, you might have. Yes, I, I am doing a, a study right now on principles of biblical interpretation. Okay, so I'm not a scholar, guys. And if we, we went on the Missy hermeneutic, that? we'd be in trouble. <laughs> we forgot to say that we're not scholars. But but also Hebrews thirty Hebrews eleven thirty two and thirty four says um, through faith uh, they became mighty um, mighty and mighty at war. Like not, I'm just saying. Okay, but see, you're 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 jumping way past the civil disobedience part, to, to picking up arms. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm taking it all the way to the conclusion. Like if this were to carry on, like this, you know. Yeah, we. So, well, first we were talking about the. Is there a biblical precedence for civil disobedience? Let's let's slow it down. I think there is. Because Jeff thinks ta- there's not. Because it, no, I do. Oh, you do. For civil disobedience. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think there's cause to pick up arms. I mean, you know, geez, <laughs> I'm talking about peaceful. Well, I mean, I'm, they're trying to take our freedom little by little. Just, so. just settle down. We just gotta, settle down now. Okay. Um, but my point was, and and what I like to do when I when I think about these things, I try to uh, think these things through. I want to think them through biblically. I want to try not to listen to any one news channel. Or, or be in a bubble, I want to to go to the Word of God and see what it tells me about this. What what should I look to uh, for guidance, right? And what better than the Word of God? So what comes to mind to most people... But in context, like I didn't do just now. Right, but I still in context. Think I, have, I still think maybe, maybe I might have a little bit of a chance of an argument on <laughs> All that. Right. But what most people think of when they think of submitting to authorities, when they think of the Bible, we go to Romans 13. That's kind of the go-to chapter where Paul talks about obeying the civil government. So I'm just going to read it quick here, beginning of verse 1. This is Romans 13. I'll let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. 
Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Yeah. So if we read that, <clears throat> we would think, okay, um, well, no matter what they say, we have to obey, right? Well. If we just looked at that, that would be, okay? No, but yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a lot of factors that we're, that we're not putting mm-hmm. in there. Because, because in verse 14, it talks about the, they don't bear the sword in vain, for he is a servant of God. Right. So when it comes to Romans 13, when people people say, you know, hey, we need to we need to respect the authorities. We need to listen to the authorities. You know, uh, Romans 13, Romans 13. You'll hear that a lot. Mm. Um, they are subject to God ultimately. Mm-hmm. So if we have a, a governing official, a governing authority telling us that we cannot do something that God commands. Mm-hmm. Right. Worship. Then the government has stepped out of line. Mm-hmm. At that point, yes, not only not only should we, we must civilly disobey because right. God is a greater authority than the state. Yeah. The state is subject to God. Just like Daniel did. He continued to pray and then he got thrown into the lion's Now den. we're getting somewhere. And, That's what I'm talking about. And not only Daniel, but um, Paul and Peter, they were all beaten and they, they were told not to preach the gospel. Acts 4. And, you know, I think that we, I'd say that we are getting very close to persecution in America. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd say we're getting there. I'd say we're not, we're not close not, to other parts of the world yet. Yeah. But um, you know, because we keep giving up our freedoms. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's especially um in, in times like this where, where everything is fear based and panic based, mm-hmm. and we overreact, and we just you know um, mm-hmm. in the more power we give up, it's not like the government's going to give that power back, at some point, right? No. When you're giving up the power, it's just, you're not getting it back. Right. So yeah, it's it's. Um, I think down the road, we we are definitely going to see some more persecution. I don't think we're there yet. I, I think we're there. I think we're still long, long ways off. But wow, because I only say that because there's people who, there's Christians in this world who face real persecution. We, we all I'm saying is I think we need to be prepared to to defend our faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, defend it, yes. <laughs> With the word, the sword. <laughs> Just laughing at me. <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> because. We need to be prepared to defend it um, both ways. I mean, with with the word as a sword and with the sword. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's okay. That's that's where we got into the okay, argument. Okay, sorry. Because I'm challenging my wife. Well, because to, we li- hold on. Mm-hmm. Think biblically. I am thinking because biblically. Because when you we not talk read about the Old Testament, <laughs> when we talk about <laughs> stuff like that, we need to make a biblical argument for it. I think there's plenty of argument in the Bible that civil disobedience must and should happen when it comes to obeying God over the state. Well, I know, and I, I could probably, you know, maybe listen to somebody who could talk to me about this, and that's fine. Just not me. No, I, <laughs> I, I, no, I will, but like, well, okay, so 
that I, I know that you shouldn't compare the Old Testament to New Testament, but all throughout the Old Testament, they're, they're going and pursuing lands. They're, they're, they're slaughtering people. <laughs> okay, so this took a dark gonna, turn real fast okay i'm not gonna slaughter anybody i'm just saying like they were fighting for the land that god promised them right and i know that that the land that god promised us is not america but but we are in the land of the free and we have um freedoms here and liberties here that we that 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 we need to to fight to keep that's what i'm saying okay <laughs> wow but all i'm saying is is that we cannot we can't merge the Constitution and God's law. We have to, we have to be under God, first and foremost. Merge the Constitution and God's law. I think they run parallel. I do. I, 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 I do think that there are concepts between the Constitution and the Bible. But when that, we when we look at civil disobedience, okay, when we look at people standing up to the authorities for certain reasons, for certain reasons. But but again, um, uh, in Exodus. When Pharaoh wants all the firstborn children, right, to to be killed, people lie, right? Moses, right, um, was saved that way. You have the baby, you lie. You say you, say you killed him, you know? Mm. Um, Daniel, you brought the example of Daniel, right? Um, they, they wanted him to eat the food that they wanted him to eat? No, we can't do that. Mm. Worship the gods we want to worship? No, we can't do that. That's civil disobedience. Um, Acts 4. Where they're telling Peter, you cannot, you cannot preach this, and they say, say what you want, but we have to preach the word of God. Like mm-hmm. this, the, we 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 have to fear God over man, and and they preach the word of God. They did not pick up arms. They didn't pick up arms. They they but they and ultimately at the cost of their lives, preached the word of God. Um, now, what I fear more is when we try to maybe embrace the current situation too much and where we say okay um you know this in-person thing is it's it's we have to all shift online now that's great it's great to do online reach and that's a great tool but i don't think it can replace the church because we cannot preach the whole counsel of god online and that's a big deal like when we I don't know where this conversation is going. Sorry, I'm going off. That's I'm, okay. Well, I mean, I'm we going were on talking the sidebar about, here. But. We were talking about that, you know, the churches gathering in a parking lot. And I think so that's why we you started thinking about the churches online. Right. And, I, and I, again, I think online is, is a great tool. I think it is um, and can be used mightily by God. Temporarily. Tempor- oh, well, especially. Not yes. even just temporarily, but we can use on like this, this tool of the Internet. I mean, we're using it right now, mm. just doing a podcast, you know. Um, but but what we're doing is not is not. Um, it's not church, church. It's not worship. Right. Right. Um, but I think ultimately and the only reason I bring this up is because another story is um, Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho. Um, their app. So they have an app that they put all their content on because um if they use you know itunes google usually there'll be there's sensors that they have to work around just to try to get their message out and that's because, against the, the first amendment you guys read the first amendment <laughs> but you know because it'll it'll be um censored by algorithms and, and google and mm-hmm. youtube and that sort of stuff so their app was actually taken off of the google play store 
because mm-hmm. they had a message about the pandemic. And the message was about um, how Christians should be like live through something like this. How, mm-hmm. how do we how do we react? How do we how do we, you know, um, what does God's word tell us about what we should do? Like mm-hmm. that was a sermon. It wasn't anything. But it was taken down because uh, they were told that they can't allow anything that takes advantage of the situation. So they just because because they must have had the word, you know, Corona in there, they just were taken mm-hmm. out of the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. So it's a great tool that we can use. But I think when it comes to um, long term um, preaching the full counsel of God, mm-hmm. it's ultimately not going to be the best way because there's so many th- hoops you have to jump around. Like if we say, it's got to go through filters. Yes, even on this episode, if we say abortion, and we put that in the title. It's this thing is not going to rank anywhere up on anybody's boards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you have to work around those algorithms just to try to even get seen yeah. online, you know? So it's it's really hard to preach the whole counsel of God and have online be your greatest right. kind of but tool it, at this point anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope that I didn't come across wrong. I wasn't saying that I was going to go at war with with <laughs> with the mayor. I'm I'm just saying like if that were to play all the way out where they took our where they went all the way to the top of the constitution and they took our You're our, thinking you're thinking long term taking all of our I'm, worshiping I'm, rights away. Yeah, like if it wasn't just the mayor, if it was the mm-hmm. came from the very very top of the United States and they took the, our con, the first amendment away. Right. Then I'd fight. I'm not saying I'm going to go kill the mayor. Then grab me, then give me that musket, boy. I will sue I'm... the mayor, but I will not kill the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> There's different ways we that's can fight not, now. E- that's not Christian-like either, but, you know, when it, you know, hey, this is a good conversation because, you know, when it talks about, comes to our constitutional rights, where do we, where do we draw the line between laying down peacefully and letting our rights being taken from us and standing up and standing firm? Well, I think ultimately the word of God is our standard. What God tells us, that's our standard. And that is subservient okay. for Christians well, anyway to the Constitution. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it and we'll have to pray for wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> this is, by the way, this is a show of us just thinking out loud and having fun with a conversation. So that's why we're kind of, yeah, we so might be meandering to and fro, but. Don't, don't, don't hate us. This is the conversation <laughs> we were having off air while we were just trying to think of something and then we thought well we haven't done an episode in a while so why don't we just throw on the microphones and put an episode out there Let's just so. hit record and see what happens so anyway we're, we're we're trying to get a groove back and it may be a new groove emperor's new groove there you go you guys have you seen that movie <laughs> you should watch it I used to, well, when my kids were little, it came out when my kids were little so mm-hmm. that's why and we had bought the little you know the the clunky old vcr VHS, the VHS, old school, and my kids used to watch it over and over and over. So I know every, <laughs> almost every line of that movie by heart. What yeah. was the other one they used to watch over and over again? Bugs Life. Bugs Life. That yeah. was the one. Yeah. yeah. So this is us meandering around topics and Finding just our um, new groove. Yeah, just <laughs> don't, uh, no, don't care. <laughs> yeah, we just thought we'd throw it on there. But this is but this is interesting because this is kind of what I thought about originally when doing a podcast because we're trying to think of how to view things biblically, yeah. how to how to go to the Word of God, understand what the Word of God says, and, and let that be the framework through which we yeah. which we see the world. That was your that was Jeff's original idea. And then like we we kinda we were like, oh we can't we couldn't figure out like a, a, a format for it. So I 
that's how it started off being the Bible reading mm-hmm. because I'm like, well, you don't need content when it's right here in the Bible. Let's just right. read it. And then so Jeff started reading it on his own and then I kicked in one day and then I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. So, yeah. And now it's maybe we're getting to what you've originally envisioned. Who knows? I'm having fun. If, if, if you like it, let us know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, ultimately what I wanted to get to is, you know, when, when we're in this, this state of fear and panic, uh, Missy, you mentioned arbitrary laws. There's a lot of those right now. People are just making up rules and regulations yeah. and we don't really know what's going on. And, and people, and so, people, it is a very monkey see monkey do type of world right, right, right. now. Like, uh, you know, you hear something and then you just repost it or repeat it and, and you claim it as truth when, you know, maybe, right. maybe we should do some. We're all checking. just, yeah, we're all just trying to um, figure it out. Um, but ultimately when it comes to, uh, governments making laws and who we should obey and how we should obey, I just want to say, ultimately we are all subject to God. Um, now the, the state, you know, this whole separation of church and state thing has kind of gone past what it originally was meant to be. Um, but ultimately the state is still accountable to God as is every human walking the face of the planet that's what we want you to know um that there is a standard there is a perfect law that's not arbitrary at all and that's that's god's law and god demands obedience from us like that is what he demands how do we get that jeff that's the standard right what do we need to have obedience well that's the point we all fail at that we cannot be perfectly obedient to god's law and that's what we want to leave you with we want to leave you with the gospel, right? Because ultimately that's what helps frame Can, how we view everything. And before you go into that, I just, I want to say, because you read the Romans 13, right? That mm-hmm. was the, like sub, being submissive. And I think that the whole sub, you know, being submissive to our government is, is all, um, that, that is a pattern of the Trinity. That's a pattern of Jesus being, being submissive to the father and, and the body of Christ the believers in Jesus Christ are are the bride of Christ and and you know wives being submissive to, that's all that's all a symbol of help me out Jeff <laughs> like, submission to authority yeah. is a symbol um so i would say i would say like husband and wife would be the closer the closer symbol to to trinitarian yes uh to, to what you're talking about there yeah i, I got not it so much head. i don't think not so much the state and but the subject I, of the state okay maybe i'm wrong but maybe you could be right I'm, yeah. ju- I'm just but i think of more it's in my head it's perfect but when i go to speak it's tragic <laughs> <laughs> it's tragic <laughs> um but yeah i mean ultimately the standard is god's it is what we all are going to be held accountable to and and ultimately um you know, with everything that's going on with fear of death, the reality, it's something to think about, right? When, when you die, you will be judged. Mm. And do you want to stand before that perfect, holy, good judge based on your righteousness? Because listen, we're all hypocrites, right? We can't meet our own standards, let alone the standard of God. So do you want to stand on your own goodness, your own righteousness? Or do you want to stand on the righteousness of the only one who is perfect? Mm-hmm. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, incarnate. 
became a man just like you and I, took on human flesh. He fulfilled the law perfectly. He was perfectly obedient to the Father. He did what we can't do. And he willingly gave us that righteousness. When he went to the cross, he took our sin. He bore the punishment that we deserve, um, every bit of it. He was, he suffered all pain so that we could know joy. He took the curse for us. And in place of that, the curse comes off of us and his righteousness, his righteous blood covers us. So when God the Father, when you're in Christ, when God the Father looks at you, he sees the perfect work of your son. No longer anger for sin or wrath. It is perfect love. Yeah, that's awesome. And, I, and, I, and I'm just going to like um, bring it back to how we started it, too, because Jesus was virtue signaling. he was he was he was there was a virtue of humility Mm -hmm. and um uh, a servant like life and literally dying and he is also the one and he is also the one who determines what is virtuous right right he's the standard yeah so so we're this this virtue signaling (laughs) is how we started it yeah, we kind of went all over the place, but that's how we started. And so, I don't know. Depending on what side you stand on, this virtue signaling. I, there's a lot of examples of virtue signaling. We didn't get, we didn't get into a whole lot of them. Just um, the hashtag stay home. Right. Right. We, we only we only thought of that because it was being used as a as a club against yeah. people just trying to go to church. Right. In in a safe and, way. And actually, you know? you know, even I don't know. I don't want to go down too too far of a hole, but you know that. If if you if if you're using common sense, right? I mean, I went to help my 90 year old neighbor, and I'm 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 by myself all day. I work at home. I'm not right. You're uh, you're right. about as quarantined She's as you by could possibly herself be <laughs> all the time. So yeah. I helped her, you know, get around while she was alone for a few days. So you know, and I actually felt shameful. I'm like, why do I feel shame yeah. for this? This is ridiculous. Like. I've used common sense. I haven't coughed and, sne- and like, I mean, I and taking all the precautions you can. Yeah. Right. And, and like, I don't know, that's different than, um, I think, you know, just recklessly and carelessly going out and, you know, maybe playing pool with all your buddies and, you know, c- gather bar and then going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what are your reasons? Mm-hmm. What are your reasons for, um, Hashtag not staying home. Like, they're, they're, are they virtuous? Right. Yeah. I mean, we can't just... And listen, it'd be great for for everyone to to stay home. Like, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would like to have some, some time off and stay home. But there's a lot of things that still have to happen. Like, right. And people can't do that indefinitely. Like, I'm sorry, $1,200 per taxpayer from the government is not going to pay your bills for the next six months right. or eight months. So so what we see kind of on, on both sides of the divide is we see on one side, you say, you know, if you want to kind of get the, the state to open back up and you want the economy to start going and you want people to get back to work, one side will say, well, you just don't care about life. You just, no, 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 you got to stay home. People are going to die. You can't let people go go back to work. Um, and on the other side, you say, they say, well, you don't care about people either Mm. because people are, you know, 
stuck in their homes. People are getting suicidal. I mean, people yeah. people are going to be losing their right. homes. They're, exactly. They're, like there's their jobs. There's 20 plus million people out of work within a month. Right. I mean, that's that's crazy, right? But when we're on both sides of that kind of divide and we're assuming the worst of the other person, we can't get to that middle ground, which we so desperately need, right? There can be a middle ground somewhere. Mm. We can find a way to to kind of start to open things back up. And, you know, and again, this is crazy. Hey, go to God's word. Leviticus, right? right? Like 13 to 15. There's there's some great principles in there when it comes to right. quarantine. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy. And that we're talking thousands of years ago. Um, but my point is, if we're if we're assuming the worst of the other side, then we're, we're never going to get anywhere. We can't have a conversation because you think the other side just doesn't it's very, care. Very polarized you know? right now. Yeah. Everything is very polarized. And every everything seems to fall along those political yeah, lines. Definitely. You know? It doesn't help that we're coming yeah. on up on an election. We keep we keep going sidebar, don't we? Well, anyway, I I wanted I was trying to like like tie it up, like you know put put the hamburger bun on top of this little show with the. <laughs> and then we just keep rambling. <laughs> because on. I thought about when you gave the gospel, I thought mm-hmm. about how how Jesus was virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, and he was covering our shame. I, that's what I was getting at. He wasn't shaming us. He was covering our shame. Yes, exactly. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, virtue signaling. That's an interesting topic, and I think we could go on for a long time about that, and maybe we should do another show about that. But Yeah, I don't even think we talked much about that. We ended up going into... Uh... War. War. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it takes a dark turn quickly. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. Well, hey, um, we hope you enjoyed it. This was just a fun conversation with us, just kind of um, yeah, hitting we... record and just kind of going through our thought process and, and, and talking something through and trying to understand something biblically. Um, if you got any comments, you got any questions or, you know, let us know. You can always, uh, post on the, uh, on the website, the unknown godcast.com, uh, post on Facebook. I, let we've us been know. a little quiet lately. It's, it's just been a very strange time and everybody knows that. So I, I'm not going to apologize for that. Everybody understands that. Yeah. I thought I was going to have like when this whole first thing first started, I thought, well, man, I might be out of work for a little bit. Maybe I'll have a little time to do something with the podcast. Yeah. The complete opposite. I know. <laughs> I've been busier than I've been, been like ever. So yeah, everything's just been like, everybody knows that it's, it's the right, same way for right. everybody. Yeah. So anyway, we, we're still, we're still around and, um, yeah, we're, we're getting our new groove on. <laughs> yep. So if you guys, if you guys like this, let us know. Huge help is just to share it. Let people know we're out here. And a five-star review on iTunes is also a massive help as well. So we hope this episode finds you well and healthy. Hey, listen, you guys have a lot of time to read. And I have some free books that I will send you for free. Guess what? It's free. It means that it costs nothing. All you have to do is contact us. Did we mention free? It's free. So. Oh, also? It's free. It's free. So anyway, um, I have some little books that if you guys want something to read, just contact us and um and uh we'll figure out what i'll I'll figure out which one i want to send you or you can tell me which one you want (laughs) we got quite a few couple books for you so all right well again we hope this finds you well and until next time god bless god bless